0: Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. This week, we're taking you to New Providence, Iowa, where we're sitting down with Blake Ritchie, owner of Blake Ritchie Designs. Blake is one of several millennials who have decided to call New Providence home. He's talking about why he chose this town of 250 people as the place to start his business, why no town is too small for revival, and how he started a countywide young professionals group to help people learn and connect. So here we go with Blake Ritchie. All right. Well, we're here today in New Providence, Iowa with Blake Ritchie of Blake Ritchie Designs. Blake, thanks for being on the podcast.
1: Yes, thanks for having me.
0: We've been talking about doing this a long time, so I'm glad it's finally coming together around your Christmas tree celebration here and everything.
1: Yep. Should be a fun day.
0: Absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about your background and what made you want to go into construction.
1: Sure. So I grew up uh, working in a cabinet shop or hanging around in this guy's cabinet shop. Grew up there. Ended up working for him in high school. Went to uh, trade school for architectural millwork uh, for one year. And then after that, um, planned on going back to work for him. And then we had a small falling out. And, uh, and then I decided to start my business at that time.
0: So what made you kind of decide to go for it? I mean, you obviously had a background in it, but starting your own business is not a small feat. So,
1: right. Yep. I don't, I always just wanted to work for myself or run my own business somehow. And, I figured, why not then? No better time than now.
0: So what led you to New Providence?
1: So cheap real estate, kind of. Um, (laughs) Opportunity. Um, I was looking to buy my own shop. I was um, using a friend's old shop um, and found this, and it worked out, and everything's just fallen into place since.
0: Well, what has surprised you most about starting your own business?
1: I I would say... Now that I've been doing it for five, going on six years, that's kind of, there's a lot of learning there. And at first, doing the work and finding the work I felt was hard or stressful. And now, five years later, that's just a part of it. It comes. What I'm finding is I'm good at being a carpenter and not a businessman. And so now I'm focusing on the business side and trying to run an efficient and profitable business instead of trying to just build the best stuff because they go hand in hand. But when your background's in in building things and carpentry and woodworking, the business side tends to lack. So that would be the biggest biggest battle, I would say, or biggest biggest hurdle to figure out.
0: So you chose New Providence, and... At the same time, there were actually several other millennials who decided to start their business here coincidentally.
1: Yeah. So I came to town and then a few year, a year or two later, um, the the flower shop opened up. Allie brought that business to town, which is great. And then the hardware store changed hands to another young owner. Um, ben brought his electrical business and then also uh, keeps the hardware going and then he brought Summer, with her photography, studio to town at the same time. So,
0: Yeah, that's pretty great. Well, the Des Moines Register did a great feature article on you guys and what you're doing in New Providence. And they mentioned the fact that there is no trendy bistros, craft breweries, or cocktail parties and modern second story lofts here. But yet there's obviously something very special about New Providence. So describe this town for our listeners and, and what it is that you love about this town.
1: Uh, yeah. So just, just the soul community of the town, the people in it. Um, everyone, everyone wants to help usually. So <laughs> usually cause I'm always the one getting stuck helping doing everything. It seems like, but, um, ever, everyone wants to help. Everyone supports you. No, one's trying to bring you down. Um, it's a, we have a beautiful main street that's been maintained just tremendously. Um, So visually it's a nice clean little town. Um, We're always trying to make improvements to it and just make it a nice, a nice atmosphere and a nice place to be.
0: So this group of millennials has also stepped up to take on leadership roles in the community as well. Why is it important for our generation to be intentional about investing in the community?
1: Yeah. If, if we don't do it, nobody else is going to, and I, I grew up in small town. I grew up in Eldora, not New Providence, but um, I just I love the small town community, the small town vibe, um, and if if we aren't going to keep it up, then it's going to just wash away and disintegrate, and someone's got to step up and be a leader.
0: Absolutely, and I mean just to give people a picture, like tell us what you're involved in from a leadership role for this town.
1: Yeah, so. I obviously run my own business, and then I'm on the city council. I've just about completed my first year of that. I am on the New Providence Pride and Progress Committee, and so we try and make um, improvements to the town, like we put up new street signs or new town signs and street signs this year. Um, and then the Heritage Festival Committee, so our summer um, fest, help um, plan and organize that. And then this tree lighting event, which is a part of the Summerfest, it's a fundraiser kind of for that, um, and I help plan that committee too.
0: So never a dull moment, right? Yeah, but <laughs> always,
1: always something to be done.
0: <laughs> well, this is such a small town. What's the population? to?
1: I would say like two fifty.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so you obviously have to rely on business to come from people outside this community as yeah. well. Tell us about some of those things that you've done to bring in people for activities and, and sure. other Sure,
1: sure. So our, our Heritage Festival is always the third weekend in June. Um, that's our summer fest, and we have games and stuff for the kids. We have a parade lunch and then we have a band at night out back at the shop here um and we're 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 building and growing that every year trying to make it bigger trying to make it better just trying to draw people in the town um because once you get them here once they see the town once they see who's here then they're more apt to come back and hopefully support you but so we do the we do heritage festival we have this tree lighting which is tonight um big christmas tree out front of the shop here we'll light and then serve soup and Raise some money for Heritage Festival, um, and then the ladies in town do a pop up shop a couple times a year, and that brings a great crowd of of women coming shopping and having fun. And we also had a holiday market this year that was new but was a huge success and sounds like a good a good hit. We'll probably do that again.
0: So, what would you say to someone who feels like their town is too small for revival?
1: Yeah. There's there's no town too small for revival, and it's not. If you don't keep it alive, nobody else is going to. And if if you just have to step up and make the change and be a leader, um, you can advocate for it all day long. But if you're not out there in the trenches doing it, then it's never going to happen. So you got to keep small towns alive. I'd hate hate, I hate to see them die.
0: And I think you have a great team of people here who are young and full of energy and really, it seems willing to go yeah. for it
1: with that stuff. Yeah, we definitely do. We have, a, we, ever since this, the Des Moines Register article came out, it's just brought us all tighter, became better friends, a, a tighter community. Um, and there's no one here that bats and I to, to help or do anything. We're always trying to, do something creative or do something new to bring people to town and just support New Providence.
0: I love it. Well, you obviously have created a culture here that supports millennials and entrepreneurs and small businesses. If there's anybody out there listening, who's thinking, Hey, New Providence sounds pretty great. What is, what is there that I could do there? Is there room for more businesses here? There, Are there opportunities?
1: Yes, there's always room. There's always room. If there's if there's not something existing, well, I know a guy would probably build you one. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, uh, there, there's always room. There, there's a couple of buildings that you could turn into something. But, yeah, I mean, we don't have a restaurant in town. There's no gas station. There's, there's no drinking establishment. Um, the uh, list goes on. There's no insurance agency if you want to start going into stuff. There's, there's room for anybody.
0: So have you found the locals to be supportive? You know, you guys coming into this community and it's gotten a lot of press and it is impressive, but it's a big deal to have the support of your local community too. So what has that
1: been like? Yeah. Um, definitely. I don't just for my, per, for work, I don't have to travel more than hardly 10 minutes to our job sites. Um, and we, we're, pretty diverse in our work at the same time for that, but um, if you're good around here, the locals will support you hands down, and they want to support you, um, but yeah, I, I drive five ten minutes usually to our average job site. We'll get, we'll get one job a year that's probably 30 minutes away, but that's a rare occasion for the most part.
0: Yeah, so you were telling me earlier, you started out as a woodworker and then decided to expand your business,
1: yeah, so when I first started out, I was just building custom furniture and cabinets, and I found that kind of also being new was part of it, but hard to stay busy full-time just doing that in this area. And I didn't like following other other contractors and installing after them. I wanted to control it, um, so I started doing the construction process start to finish um, and so now we do the full, from day one to move in, whatever the case is, we do the full construction project. And so that's expanded and that's obviously given me plenty of opportunity to, to stay busy and stay busy locally, not have to travel, not have to get online and sell stuff.
0: Yeah. And you made an intentional decision to do that, right?
1: Yeah. I I, I could have. <laughs> my mom hates me for. For doing construction, she's always like, "You need to build more furniture and <laughs> use your creativity." Um, which she's probably not wrong, but <laughs> I I didn't want to get online and sell stuff to people I don't know. I like I, I like selling stuff to people that I know, even if I don't know. Building relationships with somebody, um, and e- the people that I don't know that hire me, you know, I see them years later, and na- now we're friends, and we see each other, and we say hi, and we'll talk and visit whatever. So it is being able to stay local like that. I don't, I like serving people that I personally can know and see. And then, then you see their happiness at the end of the day, when, when you've created something for them that now they love. Yeah.
0: So you spend a lot of your time pouring out, you know, you're building for other people, you're serving on the town and stuff, but what is it that you love about this small town?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I, just, just the soul community. I mean, if, if people weren't supportive, and if people weren't support, if people weren't supportive of me and liking what I'm doing, I would probably be a lot harder for me to do what I do. Um, and I, there's just hardly any negative feedback from what we do here.
0: So, I think something that might surprise people who have read the press about your town is that you and the other millennials working here you didn't really know each other beforehand. True. So what has that been like all kind of moving in and
1: yeah, uh, it's it's been great. It's, it's like a, it's like a story waiting to happen. I don't know how to explain it, but
0: a Hallmark movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, through it, we just all became, we just all became good friends and we'll call on each other and we might go out and uh, have, have dinner and drinks t- with each other or whatever. Um, but it, it's just became, we've, it's, made us become closer friends than what we would have been before. So
0: So you also actually started the Hardin County Young Professionals group.
1: Yes. So Ackley had a group that they invited me to, and theirs was more of just a networking group.
0: And that's also in Hardin County, right?
1: And that's also in Hardin County, correct, yes. So it's in the northern half of Hardin County. And so when I first started this group, I called it South Hardin Young Professionals because I didn't want to take away from their group. Um, but I wanted to learn and I wanted to, to grow. If I'm going to another meeting a month, I want to get something out of it. Yeah. Because I have enough meetings to go to already. <laughs> so so I started South Harden Young Professionals um, and invited business owners and other business managers to come. And we invite or try to get lawyers and insurance people, uh, marketing, anything that. Anything that will help you run your business more efficiently and smarter, come talk to us for about an hour, and then through that, now we network. After you know, everyone's there. Now we talk to the new people, and uh, and it, it, I think some business has came through that now. Um, but now we're trying to expand it because the ACLU Group kind of died, so now we're trying to make it bigger, county wide. So it's now it's just Hardin County Young Professionals, but it's a group that. I I started from the Ackley group that gave me the idea, then I started it and but to to learn and grow our businesses because and I, I wanted to make it young professionals too, because we're the next line of people that have to keep this county alive and so it's not I mean, not just New Providence, but our county, our our community alive and if we're not learning and growing, then we're not gonna sustain well.
0: Absolutely. And the kind of the county really supports itself. All the different communities. Right. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes, that collaborate over hate. Uh, as some people say, you know, you, you have to get along with everybody and you have to support everybody else's deal if you want them to come support yours.
0: Well, tell us Blake, what's coming up next for you?
1: Yeah, so some big stuff kind of. Uh, I'm going to rebrand the company, hopefully the first part of 2019. Um, so like I said, I've, I've gotten into more construction and some people locally still see me as the cabinet man or the furniture guy. And I am still, but I want to build the whole thing start to finish. Like I said, so we're rebranding to a design build company instead of just designs. Um, and then it's going to be honey Creek design build. So it's a local Creek keeps, keeps the name local and original. And then hopefully with that, we'll be able to hopefully hire more people and, and grow the business here.
0: And what about New Providence? What's, new, what's next for New Providence?
1: J- just to keep doing what we're doing and making everything better and just keeping everybody happy and keep, keeping a positive vibe and atmosphere here.
0: What would your vision be for a New Providence long term?
1: It's a great question. I would like... For one, just to see it stay alive, and not just stay alive, but obviously be, be a staple community in our in our area, but attract a, a community that attracts young families to town. Because once young families come to town, a byproduct of that is just simple economic stimulus of they they will support whoever's here through that. And so, if we can get if we can make this town fun and nice and a good atmosphere to be a part of. I, I would like to see, I would, I would like to hope that young people would wanna move to town and make it a place they wanna raise their children. And then through that, everything else good comes comes of it. And obviously, if we could add more businesses to town and just get that younger generation involved. I, ha- having young families here helps stimulate the county and that's what this this town needs. And and then through that, more businesses hopefully would be more apt to move to town.
0: Well, I'm excited to tell the stories of you and your friends which we're going to be featuring on Rural Revival all week. Um, but great job. Thanks for setting an awesome example for people all across rural
1: America. Well, thank you. At least at least someone thinks it's awesome.
0: <laughs> it really is. So But
1: thank thank you. Thanks for having me and allowing me to take some of your time
0: absolutely and how can people follow you and keep up with what you're doing too because you post a lot about your business but also about New Providence as well
1: yeah sure so on Facebook you can find me at BR Designs on Facebook um, that would be my that would be my company page and then on Instagram it's Blake Ritchie Designs or BR Designs they should both come up um, if you search it on Instagram
0: okay great well thanks Blake Perfect. for being on the podcast
1: yes thank you
0: Well, don't you just love what's happening in this town? I learned after the interview that when Blake mentioned all of the things he's involved in, as if those weren't enough, he forgot to mention he's also a fireman. And I'm just going to put this out there. For anyone looking for a true small town experience, how about we all road trip to the Heritage Festival in New Providence next summer? Are you in? Send me an email at info at ruralrevival.co and let me know. Thanks again to Blake for being on the podcast and to everyone in New Providence for such a warm welcome at their Christmas tree lighting and soup supper. Be sure to go check out our blog for pictures and for the stories we are featuring from the group of millennials taking this small town by storm. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Have a great day, everybody.